Welcome. We hope you enjoy this recording from Christ City Church, based in Dublin, Ireland. For more podcasts and information on the church, please visit ChristCityChurch.ie. Thank you for listening. So I'm Rachel, and I'm a local girl, if you believe it or not. I'm currently working as an intern for the church, and I have many passions like reading, coffee, drawing, and what some people don't know is that I used to be involved in amateur dramatics and involved in several pantomimes that had lead principal roles where I had to sing, dance, act, and occasionally have a shaving foam pie in the face. Um, It's always fun. Um, So growing up, I used to love church, and I'd go every Sunday with my parents and my two brothers um, to our local Catholic church in Stalorgan. I loved the service, the priests, the songs, and the atmosphere. Um, And it was great because I'd also got to see my friends there as well. My first Holy Communion and my Confirmation were also really special days for me. So growing up, God was always there for me, and I could pray to him and ask things for when I needed, and I felt that knowing him made me feel special and literally did set me apart from others. As I grew older and we moved to the UK, like my friends from school, I decided to not go to church anymore and lost that feeling that God was near. I still believed in him, but he felt far away, and I didn't care. God for me at this point felt like he favoured some people over others and my understanding of him was that he's supposed to bless you but I did not feel blessed in any way. There are people who say that if they could relive or go back to the school days they they would but I'm not one of them. From the age of nine I was bullied at school for being different, for talking funny because I had an Irish accent, wearing glasses, not being able to spell or read properly and being smart or not smart in some cases. And by age 12, I was told some horrible things and started to feel unloved, unwanted, and pretty much like a waste of space. And that's when I first hurt myself for the first time. The bullying continued, and I couldn't win at school. And by 14, I was self-harming as a way to cope. I hated who I was, and as I continued going through my teens, my mental health declined, and I didn't know who I was, and I felt I'd lost my identity. Because every time I tried to change to fit in, I was rejected further. I also felt left out. I stopped attending my lessons and I stopped going out with my friends and by 17 I was diagnosed with severe clinical depression, I was on antidepressants and started to have issues with food and even suicidal ideation. I even felt that my own family were against me and this is unfair to them because I didn't tell them how I was feeling. I kept it quiet because I didn't want to shame them and I thought they they probably knew what was going on. And there were times when I felt cornered and that there was no way out I was going to come out of this alive. I was in and out of counselling and my self-harm went from a coping method to a way to punish myself and it started to become addictive. I sought comfort online on forums that were supposed to help but actually made me feel worse and my late teens and early twenties were filled with such darkness and despair, it was so scary and I was often so low, I felt so worthless to the point that I contemplated ending my life. And out of sheer desperation I prayed to God and that if he didn't give me something to live for, I was going to say goodbye and end my life. Three days later, I was at my friend's party where I met Steve, not this one, who I'm now married to and has been an important influence in helping me find stability in my life and find God. It was when I was 23 years of age, I decided that I was tired of all of this and decided to get professional help. I was in psychotherapy for a whole year and it was hard and challenging and I had times where it felt it wasn't helping, but it did. As a result of this, I went back to church and God helped me by putting people in my life who came alongside me to pray, invest and support me. It gave me hope again and the realisation that God has got my back and he knows me inside out and he accepted me as I am. Since then, 
There have been steady improvement in my self-image, confidence and trust in God. There have been two significant times when people have prayed for me and God has spoken clearly into my life, which has allowed him into the pain I was feeling and allowed me to trust him. When I look back on how far I've come the last nine to ten years, I find it scary to think to myself that I don't want to go back there. However, I won't deny that it happened because it is proof of how far I've come. Since coming back to church and trusting in God, I've stopped harming and my diet is better and I no longer have desires to die. It doesn't mean that it's all gone. Self-harm still preys on my mind and I occasionally still think it's a good idea. And I recently broke a streak of nearly four years, but God knows and gets my pain and suffering and he's heard my cry, calling and is reaching out to him. Knowing that Jesus himself wept, prayed and asked God for a different outcome, he still went to the cross and makes it easier for me to relate to him. I know that God understands where I am in my struggles. What's been amazing is that I am now able to help others in similar situations. I've always ended up praying with young ladies who are depressed or have self-harmed or have an eating disorder. And at university, I had two friends who struggled with the pressure and were harming and came to me because they knew my, my history. And every time I hear of somebody who's struggling, I pray with them and let them know. If you're struggling in some way, I want to encourage you to not do what I did. Don't keep it to yourself and don't keep holding it all in until you reach breaking point. Whether you're suffering physically or mentally or spiritually, tell somebody and be honest with how you are feeling. I was fortunate to have people around me that cared enough about my welfare. Find someone you can trust and be open with and simply having good people around you that you can be vulnerable with can help. You're not alone in this and no matter how bad it feels, there is a hope.